0: welcome to this series of bible lessons on the new testament in these 42 lessons we will teach the history of the lord jesus as delivered to us in the four gospels we will start with the days that led up to christ's humble birth in bethlehem we will then look at his blessed ministry his suffering his death and resurrection His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension. And after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the Book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. Be sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank you. In lesson nine of our Bible study
1: on the life and the ministry of Christ, we wish to focus on the Apostles Follow Jesus. This lesson is also divided in two parts. Part 1 is the calling of the Apostles, which we can find in Luke 5, verses 1 through 11, and Luke 6, verses 12 through 16. Part 2 is the performing of miracles, which we can find recorded in Mark 1, verse 21, through Mark 2, verse 12. So first, the calling of the Apostles as it is in Luke 5 verses 1 through 11 and Luke 6 verses 12 through 16. At this time, Jesus is preaching to the multitudes of people who have gathered around him at the Sea of Galilee or the Lake of Gennesaret, as we may also call it. And Jesus' fame has gone throughout the land. There are many who have come to hear him because Jesus' preaching is so different than what they are used to. And so many people have gathered that Jesus is afraid that they will, the multitude will press him into the water. And so Jesus sees two ships lying there at the coast. They are the ships of the fishermen, And these fishermen are uh, Simon Peter and James and John and others. And then Jesus goes on to the ship, Simon Peter. And he tells Simon uh, to launch out, to take his ship away from the coast. And there Jesus uh, begins to preach uh, to the multitude. And when Jesus is finished preaching... Then he says to Simon, he says, launch out and cast out your nets. Simon had just returned from fishing and they were washing their nets when Jesus came. And they had caught nothing. Therefore Simon says, Lord, we have fished all night and we have caught nothing. But Simon Peter knows who Jesus is, and therefore he says, Nevertheless, at thy word. And so he takes his ship into the lake, the Sea of Galilee, and he casts out his net. And then when he wants to draw in the net, it is so full of fishes that he cannot carry them all in his ship. And he beckons uh, to his partners, James and John to come with their ship, and they fill that ship as well. Oh, when Simon Peter sees that great amount of fish, oh, then he is humbled, and he falls down before Jesus and he says, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Oh, it is not that he wants Jesus to leave him, no. He is confessing there that he is not worthy that Jesus would do such miracles for such a sinner, such an unworthy one. And then Jesus says to Simon, From hence you will not be fishing for fish, but you will become a fisher of men. You will be casting out the net of the gospel to call sinners, that they may be drawn into that net, and that they may be saved. And so here we see the difference between a disciple and an apostle, because the followers of Jesus are all disciples, you and I ought to be disciples of Jesus, followers of Jesus. But now the time has come where Jesus will call 12 men to become his apostles. They will become his servants, his ministers, to go along with him and to go forth and to preach. Then we want to take a few minutes to introduce these twelve apostles whom Jesus calls. We have already mentioned Simon Peter. We will hear much of Simon Peter, because he is often the outspoken disciple. But we will also find that he is the one who denies Jesus three times, and must be restored as an Apostle. But he will also be one of the leaders in the Christian Church for the future. Then we have already heard of Andrew. He was one of those disciples who left John the Baptist and followed Jesus. He is now called by Jesus to become an Apostle he is the brother of Simon of Peter. Then we see James. James is the brother of John, and they are both sons of Zebedee, and James will be the first disciple to die as a martyr. Then we just mentioned John, but we have also heard of John earlier and when he followed Jesus. John, we read, is the beloved disciple of the Lord Jesus. He is the one who will be with Jesus the longest and who will live the longest. He wrote the Gospel of John and he wrote the Book of Revelations while he was in banishment on the Isle of Patmos. Then we have heard of Philip and how Jesus said, follow me, and how that Philip then followed Jesus and called Nathanael to come. Nathanael is also called Bartholomew. He is the one that Jesus said is an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Then we see Thomas. Who is also called Didymus. And Thomas is the doubting disciple. He is the one who could not believe that Jesus was risen from the dead, who said, Except I see the holes and the prints, I will not believe. Then we meet Matthew, who is also called Levi. He was a publican when Jesus called him to become an apostle. He was one of those who would collect taxes for the Romans. Then we meet James, and in order to keep him separate from James, the son of Zebedee, we call him James the Less or Alphaeus. Then we read of a Judas, also called Thaddeus. We do not know any information about him. Then we meet Simon, not Simon Peter, but Simon the Zealot. And finally, the twelfth apostle is Judas Iscariot. Now we know that Judas is the traitor. He is the one who has betrayed Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. But he was called with the other apostles. He was even the treasurer for the apostles. He even traveled with the apostles and preached with the apostles. Yet he had the devil. He was not a true disciple of Jesus. He was following Jesus for filthy lucre for the treasures of this world. But this is a lesson for you and for me, that we may not put too much trust in ministers. They are servants of God, and they remain men. But we should note that when God calls his ministers, then they are called to forsake all and to follow Jesus. That is something that goes against our flesh because it may mean that we have to leave our farm or we must leave our family. But when God calls, then it is an irresistible call and then they are willing to forsake all for Jesus. And so the question for you and me is, what is true Christian discipleship? When you and I are called to be disciples of Christ, what does that mean? It means that we must deny ourselves. We may not do it for ourselves, but we must do it for him. And therefore, we must take up the cross and follow Jesus. Oh, then God's word teaches us that it is a way of tribulation, but it is only ten days, and then eternal glory. And so we see that Jesus goes to the synagogue in lesson, the second part of our lesson, where we focus on the miracles. And we turn to Mark 1 verse 21 through Mark 2 verse 12. And Jesus then goes to the synagogue on the Sabbath. And as the custom of the Jews He is given an opportunity as a guest to speak, and so he begins to preach uh, to the people. And in the synagogue, there is a man with an unclean spirit, and that man is filled with the devil. And Satan, through this man, now acknowledges that he knows who Jesus is, and he says, what have we to do with thee? I know who thou art. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Isn't that something? Satan here even acknowledges that he knows who Jesus is. But then Jesus commands him to depart, to come out of this man. And then Satan must come out. For when God commands, then he commands with power. And so Jesus casts this unclean spirit out of this man. Oh, then the fame of Jesus goes throughout the land. And when Jesus leaves the synagogue, then he goes with Simon Peter to the house of Simon Peter. And there he finds Simon Peter's wife's mother, so Simon Peter's mother-in-law, sick of the fever. And Jesus touches her, he puts forth his hand, and he touches her, and she is healed. The fever leaves her, and there he again heals this woman. And then we see in the days after that Jesus is traveling through Galilee, and while he is traveling, a leper comes to Jesus. And that leper says, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Oh, this leper has heard of Jesus, and he believes that Jesus can make him clean. But his question is, if thou wilt. And then look what Jesus does. He stretches forth his hand, and he touches him, and he says, I will. Be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy left. Then Jesus commands this young man. He says, you must go to the priest. You must offer the offering of cleansing as is commanded in the law of Moses. And then in the days after Jesus returns to Capernaum, And there we find him in a house, teaching and preaching the people. And that house is is so full uh, that when there are four friends who bring a man sick of the palsy, we would say a man who is paralyzed. They have heard that Jesus is in Capernaum again. And they would like to bring this man to Jesus because they believe that Jesus can heal this man. But when they come to this house, it is full. They cannot get in. And so what do they do? Uh, They climb onto the roof of the house. And we should note that the houses in Israel have flat roofs with panels. And so they take some of those panels off. And then they let this man down right in front of Jesus. Oh, then Jesus is also willing to heal this man. Uh, For all those who come to him will be healed. But note, he does not say that he is healed. He says, thy sins are forgiven. Oh, when the scribes who were also listening hear this, they say, what? This man is speaking blasphemy. Who can forgive sin but God alone? And then Jesus, who knows their thoughts, he says to them, he says, what is easier for me to say, thy sins be forgiven, or arise, take up thy bed, and walk? And so he says, so that you will know that I have power to heal and to cast, forgive sin. He commands this young man, he says, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately this man stood up and took his bed and left. And so we see that Jesus, because of his many miracles as well, became more popular, more people followed him, wanted to hear him. But now we conclude our lesson because... Jesus has come to do that one great miracle, and that is also for you and for me. But we must first learn to know that we are all sick. Oh, it is as the disease of leprosy. We are sick from head to toe of sin, deadly sin. And unless that we are healed of our sins, then we will die and perish. But Jesus is the heavenly physician. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. May that be our desire and our portion. Thank you.